When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. Oh, it's not crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. All right, Unchained, Zolgat and Roycey. Two out of three in Cleveland's not too bad. Pretty dang good. Uh, kind of got a gift there on uh, one of the two, uh, the, the the first one, and I think they kind of took some steam out of the Indians, and the way they were coming back on Sunday, I thought they had a chance to sweep them. Uh, but uh, Cleveland runs out Clevenger, Bauer, and Bieber, and you win two out of three. You got nothing to complain about. When you didn't get great pitching, really. I mean, Brios nope. was so mediocre. Odorizzi was, you know. Gibby, I'm a little bit Gibby's, worried about Gibby. Yeah, Gibby is. But, I thought Gibby had about a good six weeks there for a while, but his last late. He hadn't been good lately. Odorizzi, there was hope in that performance. Yep. But he hasn't been great. Uh you know, so Pineda's been better than the rest of them, basically. And Perez has actually come back a little Perez, bit as well. Yeah, it's, uh, you know what my man uh, Gene Bach used to say is that the, uh, you know, breaking ball pitchers come and go. It depends upon what the mentality of the, of the hitters are. But uh, Pineda's, yeah, he's come back a little. I don't know. Uh, they're going to have to get Taylor Rogers some help, though. Oh. They've got to get another lefty. Yes. I mean, because they've gotten to the point now, Yeah. if they really want to win a game, they got it. Didn't he get him seven outs? Uh, la, well, la, a week at home, yes. Yeah, and, and then he they got him seven two outs innings in, on Friday. Yes, and came in and pitched an inning on Saturday. And he only threw eight yes, pitches. They but, have to get him help. But that is not the Rocco method. No, to to overuse a guy like that. But you know, he was also smart enough to know if we win today, Cleveland's. You know, the fact they won two out of three is Cleveland puts. Cleveland definitely in the uh, selling mode, I think. so. I think Rocco senses that if he uses his bullpen guys as they currently are correctly, he can get by, but you can't keep doing this, mm-hmm. and come playoffs, this would blow up, I think. Well, yeah, and just I think they got to get a lefty, you know, to, so then you could make Rodgers your closer if you get a lefty, if you get a guy who you can pitch in the seventh inning. Uh, you don't have to make him your official closer, but Ryan Harper's their second-best reliever. You know, right now, with yeah. a with a, a guy who'd never been in the big leagues and is basically a curveball thrower, but he's their second best reliever. Trevor May is well. I mean, he gave up the home run the other yesterday, but or on Sunday, but uh, he's uh, you know he's been good like last month or so. But uh, they need more. I I I, I don't know. I'll take 
I'll take either a starter or a reliever, and you can make one of the starters a reliever if you have to. You know, if you if you get a starter, don't you think they need both though? Not really. Okay. I don't think so. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I'd like to see one bullpen arm and a starting arm. Depends upon how much you want to do. I don't don't think they must want to go much beyond Brett Rooker and, you know, I I don't think they want to trade four or five of their. I mean, Brett Rooker, Nick Gordon, what can you get for those two guys? Yep. Nick Gordon's having a good year in AAA after being terrible. I like him a lot as a base runner and everything, but uh, he's obviously uh, the way he's uh, moving around is... uh, is uh, you know he can steal bases and he he really looked good in spring training two years ago and then he went and had a horrible year, but you could maybe get something for him. Interesting thing and uh, is uh, what are you gonna do at second base? The kid's better than Scope. Yeah, he is. What are you gonna do? I mean, they. I don't think you can. I talked to somebody and they had they were talking about trading Scope. There's no market for him. I mean, he's right. He's not a. He's been okay. He's been okay, and he's better at second in this new modern shifting game. He's fine at second base. He's got the great arm. He can turn a double play, but I think you know, and he can hit a home run, run every once in a while. But the kid, you know, he's a better player running. Yeah, he's a better he's player. A better player. Yeah, and it's interesting. Do they? But you've got a glut there now too. It's, it's going to be yes, and it's going to be interesting to see if they pull the plug on scope or not. You know, my sense is they won't. Yeah. I think they'll continue to move Arias around. I don't see Rocco... Now, he might play scope a little well, bit less, but do I don't when, see the plug being pulled. What are they going to do when they work. get some of these guys off the DL? Uh, Rosario and... Sano won't play uh, as much again. Our guy, Ostadio. Get out that one. I mean, he, he can right. backslide, they, fill in they, for guys. They probably... I think Sano actually plays less once Crone comes back, don't you? Arias starts some games at second, starts some games at third. Marwin... Continues to move around. Yeah, yeah. And, I don't want you know, to know the good thing is, is the, the, the good thing is you can put Marwin in the outfield when Buxton's hurt, which is half the time. So anyway, man, that guy cannot hit his chin on the ground. Now we finally they've almost cured him of running into walls, Judd. And now he's yeah, now he's running so damn fast and he makes the catch and he hits his chin and who knows what he's going to play. Yeah, and th- they'll be cautious with it of course this they're always had, cautious they believe the, in caution ex- with everybody except taylor rogers yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had the concussion what was that now four years back five years back in double a when he yeah. collided with kwasneka new britain yeah that uh that was a scary one yeah and that was like his first game of the fall league right uh um, wasn't it he was down there for the or what was he down no there? that wasn't uh that was he went to double oh. a he was being oh, i think yeah. he was coming back from something else right that's right they put him in uh yeah his first game yeah he he did so anyway different club when he's in there man oh absolutely yeah, yeah i mean it's uh kepler does fine playing center field and uh, I don't know. Would you? Uh, it, it. You think Cleveland, if they give up, will would would trade your Bauer? It cost you twenty million next year. No. Well, I think they would, but their asking price would. I yeah. believe these guys would say no way. So, and they, I think they got the Yankees to. Uh, it's everybody assumes it's going to be the Yankees that gets him. Oh, that'll be fun there, won't it? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Bauer with the tabloids. Oh yeah. I'll be very happy to and see he'll, that. He'd love to take him on too. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's what makes it his uh, fun. Yeah, his tweet the other day was an all timer showing all five home runs Kepler hit off him, and then striking him out. What, what was it? it? Was said 
It's what last, what happened last that counts. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, but he would be he against the Post and the Daily News uh-huh. would be a good battle. Yeah, and he would. They would think they could get to him, but I don't think they can. I, I think he's he doesn't. Uh, he's uh, he's one of the great agitators, but I, I like him a lot as a pitcher too. So. If uh, if. Shooter's column on Sunday is right, though, because his lead to his column in the Pioneer Press, Pat, was that the Twins now won't trade for rentals, so like Mad Bomb and Will Smith, but they will trade for guys who they can control. The problem there is I think the asking price for guys they can control is going to be too high. Yeah, and I also think that it's... You're not what they're saying is he does, they're not going to give up really the top prospects for a rental, right? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I don't right because the Yankees now that Royce that. now that Royce Lewis has started hitting again and it uh, looks like he knows what he's doing, him and Kirilov and you know two or three others, but uh, you know I don't know I might be willing to give up pitching prospects because look at Bruzdar man he was going to be the next big thing and now he's got a bad arm so true. They're uh, they're hard to keep track of, but yeah, that uh, that was a good way to start the uh, second half, and this just should be a hell of a good homestand. The Mets, the A's, who were you know just demolished the much improved mighty Whiteys, and then uh, the Yankees. So it it'll be full, I would think, uh, for most of the homestand, right? Uh, yeah, and if they had gotten, if they had reversed, by the way, the A's and Yankee series, the Twins would have been absolutely thrilled. Because again, you get the Mets on what Tuesday, Wednesday, mm-hmm. the A's for four over the weekend, and then the Yankees on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yes, yeah, but I think the Yankees, it, it might work out better because you fill it on the weekend with the for, A's, for the and A's then the Yankees will fill it too. The Mets are going to be fun. This yeah. thing is a this thing is off the tracks, and, it, and it's, there's no it makes no sense as to why they're not better with that starting rotation they have. It's you know yeah. it's, this Wheeler everybody's trying to trade for him that Zach Wheeler who I think is pitching Tuesday night. So anyway, yeah, they're doing fine, and uh, uh, it's uh, it, I you know winning two out of three in Cleveland that pretty much. I wouldn't say it pretty much wraps it up, but it, if you just play halfway decent, you're going to win it now. So. Yeah, and what impressed me too, and we talked about this a lot early on, and not as much of late, is the thing about this team, beyond being a good team, Pat, is that their resiliency—they mm-hmm. don't get phased too much. Like mm-hmm. Friday, they're down. Gibson was not good. Mm-hmm. They come back and win. Sunday, to your point, they, they come back and tie. Now they don't win there. But they do have the ability, it seems like, that they could take a punch and get up pretty quickly as opposed to saying, ah, screw it, you know, it's game three in Cleveland, we're just done here. You think, I think there's one position that the Twins are better than any team in baseball. Replay advisor. That guy's good. Nate Dominic. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. The other guy, what what did they, the hit by pitch on Sunday, I think it hit the knob on the batting glove or that little button on the batting glove, didn't it? And yeah. he ends up getting well, the Jake review. Cave's finger on that one. Jake Cave's finger comes below the knob, so it looks like it hits both. But I guess if it hits both your hand and the bat, it's a hit by a pitch. Shouldn't be. But you know what? Again, this is to your point for years yes, now. Too close. God did not intend replay no, to, to go, fix that. Go down to millimeters. No. You know when they're blowing up the picture. No. That was not why replay was invented. No. It was to get the Kepler call right on Friday. Yeah. Which they got. That's fine. Close play at first base. But when we're splitting hairs of did it hit the knob or did it hit yes. the fi- 
No. Plus, if your hands are down at the bottom of the bat, and they're part of the bat, in my opinion. You know. I'd uh, be yeah. absolutely fine with that ruling. Yes. But when we're yes. sitting there waiting for him to blow up the play yeah. so we could see it, it's not why replays there. No. Here's what I want to know. Yeah. Well, let's, we're switching to the NBA now, uh, ladies and gentlemen. This is the transition point <laughs> on Ricey Unchained. When we're going to uh, have re- you can you can you can uh, have one a foul reviewed. Yep. Okay. A foul is called, and or you can only review a foul that has been called, right? Not one that was correct. not called. Yeah. And the action resumes. What do we, you know, what do we, we, you know, let's say that, you know, guy blows a whistle, but, but, uh, and he throws the ball to somebody and he lays it in and they call him for a charge. Okay. But do we get the two points? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? I mean, because it wasn't a charge and therefore the dunk counts. What the hell are we going to do? What basketball has so Damn. And and what's funny about this is, weren't they talking about, a couple of years ago, about reducing it to 44 minutes? They were talking about yeah. reducing the time yes. of game. And now you're going to add this for no reason. And there's nothing stupider in replay than to go over there with 38.4 seconds to go to see if you should change it to 38.2 seconds. Yep. And Kenny Maurer loves it. And those guys, they love love that they can get over there and look at this little screen and, boy, no, change it to 38.2. What a bunch of BS. Now, what egregious call led to this? In in hockey, all the changes came from egregious misses. By the way, the football one's going to be a travesty. Oh, the first month of the season. Yeah, but here's the deal. Yeah. What are we going to, are we going to take, 50 50 calls yep and and say okay well yeah he did he put his hand on him it was pass interference are we now going to move the ball 30 yards down the field with with incidental contact that was contact it's supposed to i mean we're gonna it's supposed to be only if it's an egregious call miss yeah like but what's what's Brand- that's, I know. I know. everybody started that way only egregious you know what this is pat this is why in the last two years or so so many of these refs and pretty good ones quit have quit. Yeah, they can't take it anymore. No, they, it, it, officiating this sport is impossible. Now. Well, and the other thing is, I think a lot of the younger ones, maybe some of the older ones, now now throw the flag just to have it reviewed. You know, and right. then it's going to be reviewed. Uh, you know, late in games and stuff, they throw the flag, which is what makes it amazing that the guy didn't call one, but. You know, what is wrong with having a guy upstairs? Don't let somebody challenge it. What is wrong with having a guy upstairs saying, ah, you screwed that one up, boys? You know, and, you know, just I don't know. You know, know what's wrong with that? I've always said that to me, the way to replay in baseball would be to have the umpires decide if they want to take a look at it. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, if, you know, like the. You know, when, uh, whatchamacallit, Jim Joyce blew, blows the call at first base mm-hmm. in the perfect game. And the guy over at second said, Jim, we better take a look at it. You know, that's, that would have been good enough. Or but, add, but instead we had to or change. Or add a guy upstairs. Instead of changing Again, all the rules. Add a guy upstairs. Yeah, but don't tell me about every little thing. No, I know, but I, you but, know, 
but you could afford all of these sports can afford to add people. Oh yeah, yeah they can. Anyway, but and, and, can you imagine Zimmer's head the first time Xavier Rhodes makes what looks to be some great hand to hand type oh, of play? Oh God, yes, moved it. And well, Lafleur throws the challenge flag, and it now goes for what you just said forty they, yards. Shouldn't they? Have a That's rule that you, if it has to be reviewed, you can't move the ball 60 yards down the field. You know, that's what's going to be the horrible part is you all, but you know, because the NFL has got the stupid rule that they move the ball right. to the point of contact. Right. And, you know, okay, hey, nice play, Xavier. Oh, wait, they're now going to put the ball on the four. <laughs> you were at midfield. Where all hell is going to break loose is the first week that, that we get a Hail Mary pass challenged. Because there's oh, yeah, yeah they're, they're killing each other. Over. They're killing there's each no other. There's no way, and they can call it. Oh yeah. So every every hail mary pass, yeah. you, you can call it, and it can be offensive. Or can you? I believe yes. I think you're can right. Can you review Rogers, offensive too? Rogers brought that fact up. He yeah. he said he, he thinks this is going to affect the offense as much at times because there's going to be flags thrown on exactly that. Yeah. If a receiver pushed off to get control, yeah, yeah. or to well. get separation. Well, we needed it in 1975, damn it, right? <laughs> Vikings didn't get Drew, that, yep. Drew, was it 75? Yep. What year was it? 75, 75 yeah. Drew conference title game, right? We need that. How about or the NBA, game. man? We need. We just need a two-on-two tournament, that's all. You know, Durant's hurt, so we can't say that. Durant ends up with Irving. Yep. Uh, Russell ends up with Harden. Mm-hmm. LeBron ends up with Anthony. Mm-hmm. And who am I missing? Who's the Kawhi? Other? Kawhi ends Paul up with George. Paul George. What the hell? How is it going to survive? It gets bigger than ever for six or seven teams. But this team, uh, even though we're out there fighting our hearts out to win the Summer League championship, the uh, Fighting Timberwolves, uh, I mean, what can a league survive? I think it can. When there's no hope? I think it Just can. Just because of superstars? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Because I think I think the intrigue and interest in these in these pairs. Yes. But I see. Here's here's the thing, guys, our age more towards that still think of this as teams, right? Yeah. Kids don't. No. They follow the players. Chip Chip told me his son loves Chris Paul, yeah. and until now didn't give a damn where Chris Paul played. Yeah. So like we're thinking of this as oh the Timberwolves. These kids don't care about the Timberwolves. They care about Kawhi, Paul George, LeBron. Yeah. So it's the different in thinking. And. Here's what I like about the NBA. You can trade a guy. I said this to you guys the other day on the radio. You can trade a guy making $159 million and get somebody back making more. Yep. <laughs> and Chris Paul, who in God's name would take him having to pay him $47 million four years from now when he's 39 or 38? $47 million. Mm-hmm. Wow. All the draft picks, right? They get all the- I read a good piece on how the Supermax has just screwed them completely. They did not keep teams together like they, they wanted to keep these guys in the smaller markets. Right. They don't care. If you're if you're Supermax, you got shoes anyway. And so now you got guys making the Supermax and ending up going somewhere to play with another superstar because he's their buddy. Mm-hmm. They chase girls together or do whatever they do. And they can know? tamper. And players can tamper. Yeah. And what so can Paul they George do? gets a call. What can they do about it? I mean, I don't know you? at this point. 
I mean, when, yeah, I mean, when Kawhi, I mean, we get the blow-by-blow of Kawhi calling up and telling Paul George, figure out a way to get the hell out of Oklahoma City. And, you know, what, it's... And that's the scariest one. Yes. Because that's the one nobody saw coming. And his contract is what, a year or two in? It's... I think he can walk after two years, okay. Kawhi, right? Well, you can do it again. Oh, Kawhi can, but no, but Paul George. Paul George is... Yeah, well, he hadn't, he has, I don't think he's been paid for the first year okay, of, the, that's my, of the new one. That's the point, is he's nowhere near to the end of that contract, and he basically called him and said, I'm out but, here. But here's the deal. Paul George is a good player, right? Mm-hmm. But Kawhi wanting him has made him a superstar. He's now one of the huge name guys. But, uh, okay, I got to... I hate to say this. Ryan Saunders. I like the kid. Last night, I'm watching a little bit of our fighting summer league team, the, the, who are about to win the most, the biggest championship in the history of the uh, the franchise. And you're not kidding. Eighty nine. No, this is it. This, this is going is to it. be. This, this is, is going it. to be this in Target Championship. The trophy. Yeah, they're going to put a the plate. They're going to put get. a trophy. In. We might put a banner up. Opening night. We're going yes. to honor this team. Yes. We're going <laughs> to bring them all out to center court. Yes, even though only one of them will be on a club. But uh, uh, Ryan, they had Ryan on, you know, at courtside. They were interviewing him. Ryan, you have to become a bit more forceful. You have to become a bit more interesting. And you can't say culture every six words. It's not about culture. It's about making shots. Show some, you know, show some leadership. You know, show some, hey, yeah, uh, yeah, Andrew, he's been working out. When they ask you, what's Andrew got to do? Say, well, he's got to give us more effort. He's got to play harder. He's got to guard people. Show some leadership. Stop kissing ours. You know, and say something that would give me, if I was a season, if I was a ticket holder, yep. some confidence that, uh, you know, that there's going to be some leadership here. And uh, it, it was brutal. It was a brutal five minutes. And you could tell the guys uh, were very frustrated. Was he nervous he, or was he? I think that's just how he presents himself. He doesn't, I don't think he's confident. And he, he's probably he very concerned that Gerson's listening to every word he says. Yeah, well, what the hell does he care? They gave him a contract. Yeah. Hey, Gerson has brought Gerson, in. You know, you know. Gerson has brought his own boys in and oh, put yeah. them next to him. Yes. But anyway, it's, uh, you know, uh, come on. Let's, uh, let's, let's have a little show. I mean, they gave you the job. You got to. You got to grow into it here quickly yep. and act like you're in charge of this mess. You know what I think, Pat? But boy, do they stink. I think Ryan and Rocco and those guys just aren't your type of guys. I think the whole thing. Well, I Rocco, whole, I, don't, I don't mind Rocco, except he doesn't say anything. No, but, but Rocco's very. Rocco's far more forceful in his comments, but he's also very, very afraid to say anything that oh, might yeah. alienate anybody, oh, God, including yes. any player. But when they ask you a question, Andrew Wiggins knows that he's been ripped for effort. And, you know, you don't have to say he's, uh, you know, he smokes a lot of dope and he doesn't give a damn, you know. Uh, I don't think that, Brad's going to say that. That, would, that wouldn't work. I, <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't recommend that. David Contract, you got him fine. Yeah, you got right. him fine. How much? I got him 50 what do you, grand. What do you want? 50 grand for the team. 100,000 total, <laughs> half to each. Anyway, I don't want him to say that, but I want him to 
you know, when he's asked about Andrew Wiggins, don't sugarcoat everything. Just say, well, we need more out of him. He's got to make more shots. Sure, sure. He's got to uh, compete for rebounds more. You know, he's got to share the ball better. Don't you know? Oh, he's working out. He's home. You know, I don't know. But that's, that's very, my point, though. Rocco can say, we're afraid Byron has a concussion. Yes. No one's going to be like, oh, my God, he said concussion, right? No. That's the thing is you can say we are concerned about X, Y, and Z Mm -hmm. without anyone coming back and saying you shouldn't have said that. But you're right that Rocco will not, you know, somebody can puke all over themselves pitching or something. (laughs) And uh, I thought he was throwing the ball well. No, you didn't, Rocco. Yeah. You didn't feel he was throwing the ball. He gave us a great effort. You didn't. You didn't. No. No, he didn't. You're lying, Rocco. But, but, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're right. That's There's, what. I, but these guys. You're are, right. The, the culture uh, path, in more ways than one, is not the Roycey path. No, the culture is because culture to me is you know, culture is a double with the bases loaded. That to me is that the culture is hit the ball hard and all that crap. Culture also means at, at its worst for us in this job. It also means telling us nothing. Yeah. Well, that's true. The culture is to uh, keep it all internal. Yeah. That's that's true. And uh, so. Then we have to offer outrageous opinions, right? We have to we take have to, what we see yeah, and, give, and, yeah. and tell people what we think happened. Mm-hmm. I got a tweet saying, you shouldn't say Buxton has a concussion until the, the team said so. And I tweeted back, did you see his head whip backwards? <laughs> I said, I've watched enough sports to know when your head whiplashes like that, mm-hmm. it's probably a concussion concern. Yeah, well, uh, it happened to Corey Koski, and he basically never played again. Yes, so. Uh, yes. Hopefully this is much better than that. But I do believe it's our job at that point in time yes. then to take what we see and sure, offer an opinion it, yeah. as opposed to saying, well, the team didn't say it, so I can't say it. No. That one drives me crazy because that's been a football thing forever. If we mm-hmm. don't tell you, you shouldn't say it. Yeah. No, you should tell me then. No, if you don't tell us, then we should try harder to find out what it was. Exactly. <laughs> Which is why they hate reporters. Yes, yes, that's that's true. So, anywho, the... Uh, yeah, Ryan was. Uh, he's got a. Now I think they. I I kind of like this guy that's uh, coaching the summer league. Just that looks the was Prigioni, whatever the hell his name is, mm-hmm. that they brought in from the Nets. But he looks like he's got a presence about him. And you know, Ryan, if you're if you're eight and twenty five, it was a nice run, son. Have a good time. You, you know. think they'll bounce him? Yes. Really? Yes. That quickly. I think he's got all next year. He had nothing to do with hiring a staff. No, I know. But yeah. don't you but don't you think in retrospect now he was hired based way more on the fact that Carl Anthony Towns likes him than anything, including the fact that his dad was Flip Saunders. I think Carl's I think I, this I guy's think, gonna carry a ton of weight for the next I year think plus. The most overrated thing story that we keep writing is what if Carl Anthony demands a trade? So what? Well, you've got to hit the reset button again. No, you're not going to trade him. Don't show up. But isn't Paul... Well, you okay. don't have to trade Pat, it, You got what, him for five years starting this year. Okay, but what Paul George did, that's why what Paul George did, I think, is so intriguing. But that I would have said the Oklahoma, same. That's because Oklahoma City decided to give in to him. There would be no reason for this team to give in to him. I hope Tom. you're right, but I... With the way this thing works now, I, I don't know that's the truth. Well, I just I say, hope you're right. Yeah, don't show up. That's fine. Because that's the baseball or football thing. If you're yeah. mad, too bad. Yeah. But this well, but this thing's going, this league's going in, in a direction that I don't know that you would be right. I don't right. buy it. I don't buy it. If you just have the guts to tell them to go to hell, you know. 
and you know say, okay, you're here three years, and if we still stink, then we might trade you. If they don't get a pal of his to pair with him next summer, I think it's it's they're in big trouble because I think at that point in time he might say, no one wants to come here and play, so just recruit me. Yeah, we know he can't do that. You know, he can't say, you know, he. I mean, he. It. You don't. You know, you just say no. No, we're not trading you. What <laughs> the hell with you? But if I was OKC, I would have said the same thing to Paul George. Wouldn't you have? I'm not going to well, let a guy I just signed to a contract. Well, but the they decided of... that they. I think they also decided they couldn't win. You know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, if you trade him, it's got to be your idea, not his. Yeah. If he if he's whining, tough bananas. You know. You you know I I I don't buy it. Tell him to go to hell. I hope you're right. Yeah, if he doesn't want to play, that's fine. You don't get paid. Go get your shoe contract. You know what? Those shoe contracts don't work as well as when you're not playing, too. You know, just, that is the culture you would set. That's the culture I would set. <laughs> the Royce culture. In fact, I would bleep call, you. Opening day, I'd call him in if I was Gerson and Flip. Uh, uh, excuse me, Phil, uh, Ryan. Uh, I'd call him in and say, by the way, don't start whining about being here because you ain't leaving. You know, you're our Kevin Garnett. I love buddy. your I love your thought process. I'm just losing faith that that process that thought process actually works now. Just because there's a lot of idiots in the NBA doesn't mean you have to be one. Although the tradition here, is, the say. tradition here has been being in the top five of idiocy. So, <laughs> do you know the team you just referenced? <laughs> That's true. But we got new leadership. We got Gerson. Okay. Do you hang the the if they win the championship now if Towns runs. Banner from the rafters as well. No, no, I don't. I don't even mention it. But if uh, if Town shows up for practice and starts screaming at everybody and telling them they stink and they can't win without him, you know, maybe maybe you gotta, you know, you gotta. The trouble is, you can't find these guys enough for it to be no have an impact. But no, and they can no. and they control the league. Yeah, but this guy isn't good enough. They stink this year. They got Carl Anthony's got to realize that they're going to stink yeah. this year. Oh, I think everybody does, mm-hmm. right? They're going to win what? Twenty-five. Wow. Twenty-five, twenty-six. They're terrible. They might be the worst team in the league. How many people are going to be in that building? Nobody. By December. The season tickets weren't moving at all. You know, until so. Where's I that heard. cash going now? Because the the Wilds lost enough people that they're selling season tickets. The Wolves aren't getting them. The Vikings just have them. Is that going to the Twins? I think the Vikings got a lot of money. I think the Vikings got a lot of everybody's money. Oh, they do. moved into the new place. But the people that had the people that are bailing on the Wild and if they had I the think Wolves, they're which... just I think they're doing what Gopher fans are Gopher fans in the big 3 sports are doing. They're not spending the money anymore. Just don't. They're watching on TV or watching Netflix and saying to hell with it. You know? I think that's uh, that's that's where they're going. Right. They're going to you know they're just you know it's not you know it goes down they gouge me for parking I go in there it costs me twelve bucks for a beer the hell with it I'm not going but hey then all of a sudden you get a baseball team that's hey let's go watch it mm-hmm. unexpected success it's great mm-hmm. can't beat it and there, there's plenty of tickets to sell there so. Yeah, if they're getting some of the season ticket money that went but to the, the Wilds, will also be uh, that'll be uh, you'll be able to turn on the broadcast and listen to the ball bouncing. Uh, I think you know who I feel bad for, Jim Pete. Jim Pete, I really feel Jim Pete. I've turned on Jim Pete. 
Why? Because he started saying, score the basketball. That was a while ago. Oh, there's my tiger. Did he stop? No. He went 20 years without saying, score the basketball. And then all of a sudden, he started saying, score the basketball. What the hell happened, Jim Pete? It's the stupidest thing. It was good enough from the time Nave Smith invented the game to 10 years ago to say he scored. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Good enough. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah. He's a scorer. Now he can score the basketball. And I got another one. I'm glad you reminded me of this. It's my job. Uh, 1920. Yeah. Babe Ruth goes to the Yankees, right? Mm-hmm. And it, the home run comes to baseball. I'm guessing here. A hundred years ago. Oh, I think we're in for it. Hundred years ago. You know, we got to keep the ball away. Yeah. Or you got to get the ball in. Yep. Or inside, outside, in, away, in. It's fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That hundred tell oh five years ago, ninety five years. Hey, keep the ball away. Keep it in. Now it's arm side and glove side, and Jessica, whatever the hell her name was, last night said arm side nine bleeping times in a minute, talking about David Price. Outside part of the plate to a right-hander, inside part of the plate to a left-hander. It was good enough for 95 years, but now you really sound smart if you say he's really throwing well to the arm side or the glove side. Uh, is it too much work to just say, well, left-handed hitter keeping the ball in, right-handed hitter keeping the ball away? No, arm side and glove side. Arm side to me has become my score the basketball when it comes to baseball. Didn't we establish that you're supposed to watch sports with the television sound down? Yes, but I was what clicking. Could, when's the last time something good happened when the <laughs> when, I when the living room TV set was up during a baseball game? I was uh, clicking channels back and forth, so the sound was on, and I heard Jessica. Jessica used to, you know, she drove me nuts originally because nobody ever hit a baseball. It was always on the barrel, barreled up, barreled up, barreled up. Now she's big on the arm side, and uh, she's not the only one. I heard Verducci, who I like a lot, talking about arm side, glove side, blah blah. blah. This is the kids that now. puts. You into the uh, that puts you into is. the uh, that puts you into the uh, I guess the uh, 2019. I was going to say I bet, I bet they've established a different culture in oh, baseball. I, Pat, I almost said something. Well, it's a podcast, so we would bleep <laughs> it out. I almost said something <laughs> involving what you could do to me when you say that. But anyway, I'm not going to. I think I'm not we should discuss without without use of, of the words. I think we should discuss your swearing problem as life has progressed. <laughs> I, oh yeah, I'd like to get into the Roycey because you've always—I've known you since '89. You've always sworn a lot, but I feel like it's increased. I do too, and you know why I fear Alzheimer the, no. the most. You know why I fear it the most because they say that your governor comes off. You oh, know that no. that your your ability to refrain from behavior and yep. saying stuff—you lose that. Boy, I'd hate to be in my presence then if I, if I, if I, you know, like, for instance, what I just thought about saying. Yeah, it came out. I would have said it. Yeah, so, but yeah. The, but the thing is, if that happened, it couldn't be held against you because we'd feel bad for you, and therefore you'd get away with it. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. Like, now I think you get in just... trouble still, I think. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, if you got dementia, we'd yeah, all say, well, oh, that true. poor Royce, he can't help himself. That was 16 That F-bombs. would be, that'd be a hell of a podcast, though, wouldn't it? Ricey with dementia. <laughs> Should we get a sponsor for that one? 
I mean, there's endless possibilities. Yeah, that's true. If that's you don't want to end up like this. I, uh, and then, of course, uh, I should probably get into my problem I have with eight and yes. nine year old baseball. The official so, Unchained. In a show full of Unchained. Unchained. This is the official Unchained. This is the unofficial right. Unchained. Uh, so yesterday I go out to see the Woodbury Sharks, Woodbury Sharks in the 8-9 machine pitch baseball. Okay. And I must say, it's uh, they, they now attempt to get outs, which they didn't do in T-ball when they all ran it through the ball or coaches pitch, which is terrible. The machine pitch is much better because the ball's in a hitting zone. Mm-hmm. And my... Uh, my grandson Luke has uh, improved immensely as a hitter. He hit a couple of balls hard. But we play the rotation system, you know. Okay. So everybody moves. You play the in, outfield one inning and the infield the next inning. Oh, so they can't stick kids at one position like. So they don't. don't and I got even though this there. was the tournament. Yep. But in most baseball, shortstop and center field and catcher, strong up the middle. Mm-hmm. In. Youth baseball at the lower levels, first base. You can't get outs unless you have somebody at first base who can catch a baseball. And it's very simple to determine. Go play catch with the kid. And if the kid is turning his head and throwing his glove up in the air, don't play him at first base. It takes away all the fun for everybody. Right? Okay. You can't. What good are you serving America if you let some kid who can't catch go play first base and screw up the whole game? You can rotate. That's a pace of play problem. You can rotate. No, it's a. It's a. I'm just saying the game could go on forever. Yeah. Oh yeah, it does. But you know, let them play second. Let them play short. Let them play third. But if they play first, you'll never get an out. If they. If they can't catch and you you play first, you know they got a five run rule limit. You're gonna get you're gonna get five runs every inning. Mm-hmm. Only you know, you can find maybe on one of these teams three four kids who can catch a baseball. So you play them at first base. Okay. And with the Woodbury Sharks, we got Kylie, the only girl on the team. Right? She's easily the best player. She's the Mike Trout of. <laughs> Of this, of this league, she's got a she got an afro. She looks like she should be playing for the Tark in 1977 at UNLV. She got the great afro. She goes up to the plate. She she's an athlete. She goes up the plate. She holds the bat above her head and takes a whack. And she runs when she hits a ball to the outfield. Yep. She's thinking two. Most of Rocco them, would like her. Most of them jog down to first base thinking they've accomplished something. She's thinking, too. But here's the best part. She played one inning at first base, four batters, three outs. Oh, nice. She, catched, she caught one bouncer easily, ran over to first, out by 20 feet. Okay. And she th- made two catches. You know, she caught the ball from, like, a second baseman and... One of the outfielders who's playing, you know, where Jonathan Scope plays against left-handed hitters. So, you know, they throw her the ball, and she reaches out and catches it. So it's very easy to determine here. You just go play catch with the kid, right? 
Yeah, it sounds if, like a if, if they can't, good plan to me. If they can't play catch, you just say, son, we're going to rotate, but you don't play first base. <laughs> Because you screw up the whole game. Well, then you know the parents get very mad. You do? No, no. They don't want their kid to go over there and humiliate himself. He humiliates himself. He humiliates the team. He humiliates baseball. Yep. And he humiliates America by going over there. If you got kids playing first base who can't catch, it defeats the entire purpose of trying to teach them baseball. This is why I said before the podcast, you are the Benjamin Button of of the sports writing community. As you get older, you're going, you've gone from the big leagues in the 70s. Eight, nine. Larry Wolf, you've got your new Larry Wolf. It's all these kids that can't play first base. This is absolutely perfect. No, I think that's, I applaud the effort, but come on, let's have a little standard here to keep the game moving. You know, I got no problem with it. I think, now I don't have kids. Now, if I'm, if I'm the second baseman yep. and I catch a ball, I should have the right to pick it up and throw it to somebody who can catch it at first base, right? Especially if you make a good throw. Yes. If the throw if it's in the catch radius. I like that. The catch it's radius. in the catch Very radius. Derek Falvey of you. Yeah. It's a catch in radius. The catch radius. Not arm side. And you gotta be able to catch seventy five percent of them if it's in your catch radius. Not one out of seven. You know? So anyway, that's my theory. Jonathan, I think, you don't have uh, you're, you're you're gonna. This is in your future. You're gonna make this. No, he's a soccer. soccer he's gonna be anyway. a soccer parent. Oh yeah. No, he'll play all the sports. Okay, he's not get him out. Be just a single. Well, this kid. kid, the curly haired gal, the African American girl, she's a soccer player too. She's gonna be. I'm gonna be reading about. She played hockey. I'm gonna. No, she doesn't play hockey. I'm gonna be. I talked to her dad. He, she he, she's gonna be. We're gonna be reading about her six years from now. Scoring goals for the East Side Raptors because she's way faster than anybody else out there. She's fantastic. I think that you should become a consultant for this entire league. I do with I your do. plan, with yes. the first base plan, because it, you know, it diminishes everybody else out there on the field if the first baseman can't catch the ball. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, in my in my day when I was bad at baseball, I played left field. Yes. And that's all I played, and I never moved. <laughs> yes. But that was the 70s. Yeah, now you got to rotate. I'm okay. I can understand that. But, uh, you know, it, it's it's not, as I said, it's not terribly difficult to find out who can catch a ball. Just throw them one. If they can't catch it. Plus, the other thing is, this kid took one in the neck. Oh, Bad right. hop at shortstop. Okay. Th- there Kylie, you go. Kylie took one bad hop in the neck. You know what she did? She spun around, got down, back down, ready to hit the ball to her. Really? She didn't cry for an hour and a half like uh, some of these wimpy boys would have done. So, This sounds like anyway, an impressive athlete. I, she's a hell of an athlete, and I was very impressed with her, and I want her playing. I want her at the next level playing first base all the time until we get to a point where we need her at shortstop. When and we and I'm sure that you sit in the stands the entire time and stay absolutely quiet, got, not voicing any of these opinions. I got... I got, uh, I did, we had a kid playing second, mm-hmm. and they hit a four-hopper to him, and he ran over to covers the base, ran away from the base. And I did, not in a terribly loud voice, but in an audible voice, you have an audible use voice. the Lord's name in vain. <laughs> <laughs> On a Sunday, nonetheless. Bleep, bleep, what's he doing? And I got the... 
I got the near punch from my stepson saying, shut up. His parents are around here. <laughs> well, where's he going? You're the second. See, if you were the consultant, this would be fine. <laughs> yes. Because then they'd be like, consultant the, Royce, yeah, you have something yeah. to say. We'd call him in right here and say, when the ball's hit to you, you know what? catch it. Tell Don't these people, run away to cover a base. Tell these people to watch the original Bad News Bears, all right? Yes. This is just a buttermaker redo. Yes, and they shaped them up. Yeah, they right? did, they did, yes. shaped them up, yes. Now he had a Tatum good was a great pitcher? Yeah, the pitcher was right. So this but all this works is out. a lower level than that. But hey, right. the Sharks went 4-0. And Luke did get a couple nice hits. You said. Oh, he had two line drives. I was shocked. I mean, out to the out to the outfield. I think he got. I think he got two on one. I think he got I two on one. I hope of, they don't listen to this. I think he got two on one of them and one on the other. But it should have. They both should have been doubles. Run hard. Make the turn. Let's go. In '78, it was Ron Jackson and Larry Wolf. <laughs> now it's little Luke and the rest of the Sharks. Oh, Luke, Luke played pretty good. Although. He was at first base, and he was about a fifty percenter. He was a he caught a so couple. He would, would he, he make the rotation? He and they hit him a chopper, and he triple dribbled it, but he still got the guy out right? right. So that was okay. And then I think he was one out of two on throws. Or so so would Luke make the rotation? Yeah, I'd have to see the rest of them. <laughs> I'd have to see, see the rest where of them. This we the, need you to, <laughs> yes. as the consultant yes. to deem. Yeah. I would be first base coach. Yep. But in a different yes, not not the first base coach who stands. I'd be deciding who plays first. You'd be base. TK, yes, an expert at the art of first base. <laughs> yes, that's true. And you know when he TK was hitting ground balls to Ruben Sierra after about fifty, <laughs> forget it. So anyway, oh, we had too many Ruben Sierras. Okay, all right. That's-